All right, so when it comes to the church and evangelism, I don't know if they focus so much on let's go get the lost. I think we're taking a right over here. One too many times, I think like the church focuses on the music, focuses on the decoration, and none of that stuff is bad. But when the Great Commission becomes the least commission, that's when the church is just not going in the right direction. Yeah, it really has to do with the here and now. For, so the here and now for many churches is, from my experience, is that <clears throat> we're... You can take Oh, yeah, I, forgot, I don't know. I'm so used to wearing it. They, we're used to... We get... Once we reach a certain point where we feel like we're on track, uh, we have the tendency to just focus on kind of like what's happening now, like in the service. Because like he was saying today, like you inside a place where you do spiritual activities or you engage in, in, in the relationship, talking about your relationship with Christ, when you do that inside of a physical place, it stays there. That's where it happens. It's easy. Well, as soon as you walk out the door and so open place, it becomes like it's like it's left at the door everywhere. Like, right, you, like the, yeah. your, your Christianity is left at the door. And when you come back, you go pick it up where you last yeah. la we last left it. It's now, pretty much how, uh, and that's the same for and that's the same for any physical building you walk into that uh where the spirit, the Holy Spirit resides, where like people worship and pray, like that place has been anointed. That that place has been uh, ordained to do them activities. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, yeah. no. Like you do, since you're, when you're in the world, you like, you try to maneuver through the world. Cause we always worry about being politically correct, not trying to offend somebody, mm -hmm. you know, so, that causes a strain on many people or a lot, especially like a lot of new believers yeah. or like young converts. And I don't mean young guys in age, but young as in like they're still developing babes. their walk. Yeah, babes. So and then even them, them the ones who usually have the fire, they're the ones that usually have like the fire, like that, that burning desire, like, like they on fire for the Lord. Like they want to do everything they possibly can. I, I mean, I notice that most atheists who convert to Christianity in a later year tend to finish their Bibles a lot sooner than Christians who were raised in Christian homes. It's almost like this book of the Word of God that contains the Word of God is not really that special for them. At least they don't delight in it as much as someone who's 18 years old, probably in college, came to know Christ as Savior and they're just feeding for the Word. But the only way that atheist or that non-Christian would have came to know the knowledge of Christ are in many factors, but in one way is street evangelism. Someone approached them and told them the truth of Christ. Yeah. And from where we're walking right now, there are multiple churches and I've been out here several times and no one has ever been outside. And I think what you said earlier was really important. I think it's worth repeating. So what were you saying earlier about the, the church down, down here by the street that they're almost too comfortable, like their, their tradition? Yeah, so, being, so if we take a look around this area, in, in this meriting area, right, there's these beautiful structures, these churches, they're like amazing, but they're established. 
they're, they're established. Like, they're not stressing too much about, like, how they're going to pay rent. Most of them I'm already taken care of through a lineage. And then that lineage is pretty much who's filling the, 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 the seats or they, they become comfortable. And not so much filling as in, like, packing it out, but, like, the leaders sometimes are just comfortable with what they have because they're so focused on they're so focused on molding and shaping the group they have to be able to do what we're doing and then True. and a lot of times then you have to deal with just like teachers and students you know a lot of times you have students who are good at things they excel and you have a bunch of them who don't right. so what end up happening is the, the, it becomes stagnant the yeah. that that organization becomes stagnant like they just be fine with what they have they're not it's like well i don't have enough people to do this hey, work, me, so sir. can I just pass you a, a Bible track? Mm -hmm. It talks about Christ. Um, would you like to talk for five minutes? I can't hear, I just came from the hospital. They had to do something to my ear, so. Oh, okay. I only half of what you're saying. Oh. Remember, it's cool stuff. I'll take it. All right, All thank right, you. Have sir. a blessed day. You have a blessed one. So, so, I, I think you were trying to say that. That. So they, the churches get comfortable. Yeah, they they become like accustomed gross. to the city. Maybe yeah, they're like they're 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 not worried about anything to press like pressing them to want to go out and to evangelize to go and win souls because they become comfortable with where they at. So they focus on things like as I mentioned right. before that like assignments or engagements. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure I, I think I know this church. I'm not going to say the name, but I'm pretty sure this this pastor the leaders here. Uh, the ones that are able, that are not too old, they mostly take engagements. They go preach and talk to people who are already believers. Like they go to event, they go to like yeah. services or like go to engagements or you know they go preach somewhere else or go like be a guest speaker somewhere. You, you think they would probably more than they ever would out here in these streets. Like they're not doing it like walking down the streets trying to talk to people. They're doing it to already believers. Like people are already converted. Yeah. They're already they're preaching. Like I said the same preaching to the choir. Like they're already preaching to the people yeah. that are already there and tent. But mm. you should really take that message to the ones who are out here who who don't know Christ. I mean, where we're located right now, there's literally a homeless shelter down the street, and none of us are saying that they haven't in some way helped them yeah, out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, they've been right. effective somewhere. But right. And but what we're what we're saying is, if if we were to have six, eight army bases here, it would be a pretty well defended place. We would assume the same thing with six, eight different types of churches. We would assume that these streets would be defended. That people within the church would take upon the responsibility that Christ ordained us to go out into the streets and save those which are who are lost. Mm -hmm. That they should go out and not just feed them physically, but feed them spiritually. That they should go out in there, not just in broad daylight, but in nighttime. Because I almost can guarantee you that Christ is an only priest during the day. I'm pretty sure. So that's one of my thing. And I feel like when it comes to evangelism, when it comes to the church, there is a, a lack of of priority. I think once the church reaches a maximum or a, a quantity of members, they're comfortable. Yeah. They're fine. They got the money. They got the stability. They got the appearance. They got the website. Why go out and get any more? Now our preaching has become mobile, has become cyber. Mm -hmm. No longer do we have to go out and pass out paper and, and print out. It, now It's about convenience at that point. It becomes like it becomes convenient and not so much as hard work. For example, if like, uh, I guess a good analogy would be like um, a CEO of a, of a company, right? 
All right, let's, t let's take a perfect example of what we may know about Apple. Right? Let's use Apple, for example, right? Where Apple started, or any business really, but Apple started in the garage, right? At a home. And what were they doing? Going to like little conventions. Like they were, they were like face to face. They was grinding out there trying to get their product out there, trying to get some kind of sponsor, somebody to like right. make, their, make it their audience spread bigger, right? That's pretty much what we're doing like now by having this, uh, this like walking, doing the street evangelism. Once you get to a point to where like you, you don't, you feel like you don't have to do that no more. You know, like, so you kind of like do what you do. You hire more people, right? You, you try to get staff and things like that. But as you move up the chain, less, less of that, um, that actual like hands-on work you do and you hire more people to do that. But who's taking accountability for people to do it? Right. There's this, like, I'm, and I'm not pointing fingers at, at leaders and pastors. I'm pretty sure they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do, delegating people to do what they're supposed to do. But the disconnect between the people on the street and then that CEO, like the pastor, the leader of that church, it's so far in between. You know what I'm saying? It's so far in between. It's, and a lot of churches will spend a lot of time trying to mold and develop uh evangelisms, missionary, evangelists, missionaries, deacons, you know, yeah. like different tiers of, you know, the church so they can be able to do that work. Unfortunately, like you, you make great points. And like I said before, you may not be, those who are listening, a pastor. You may not be a preacher. But that doesn't mean just because you're not standing at a 50 or 80 by 30, 40, you know, um, either podium or stage, that doesn't mean you don't have a stage. The street is your stage. Your, your, the, 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 your place of employment is your stage. Mm -hmm. and, and you are the podium. You speak the truth to those who are at your work, those who are your friends, those who are your neighbors. Even if you're a student, like if you're a student, and I know that's one of the most like, that has changed, especially for like grade students, you know, like K through 12 type of, I mean, I expect like the kindergarten. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I'm just saying, I, but like in that system, it has definitely, they have definitely made it very difficult or uncomfortable for someone in that age group in, in the, in the grade, grade school to actually try to do that. Like, because it's, there's so much negative influence. It's like, there's not, I, I've been the, Tons yeah. of different schools and no different friends. And when I was yeah. in Grace, it was it was barely anybody who was standing up for Christ. And I come to find out that I started you know visiting different churches, mm -hmm. and I started to find out like almost half the people that I went to school with, yeah. they they was like in church, active members in a church, but you hardly ever recognize them. Yeah. And that's when we have to like stand out. Hey man, just passing out Bible tracts. Here you go. Thank you, you have so five, yeah, you have five minutes of your time. Um, I, I really got to get home to my daughter, and I wanted to ask you something. Sure. Oh, why you were gonna? Are you taping me? I'm recording. Yes. Oh, you're recording him. Yes. Okay, listen. Can you guys help me with like three dollars to get a can of formula for my daughter? I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have. I have I don't no have cash. cash. Oh, I apologize for. Bother. Where, where? What is this? So this is um a Meriden uh, Hills Baptist Church. It's literally like straight ahead, right next to Stop and Shop. It's a small school. It's called Midstate Christian Academy, okay. and it's a Bible track. Uh, we have groups on Fridays that we help people out, uh, men's group, women group on addiction and uh, helping each other grow in Christ and, and um, just kind of spilling our mess in the middle and praying over it, knowing the Lord will restore us. And we also have, um, we have Bible studies and we all, um, Sunday morning and we also have church that very same Sunday morning. Keep it in mind. All right.
Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. My name is Tina. Nice to meet you. All right. You pray for me. It would be really nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Have a blessed day. One part that I want to say is that wasn't a hard thing. No. You go to people, you pass out a track, and like I said before, people are in need. Yeah, we wasn't trying to pressure her. Like, no. That's the thing. We don't got to, like, pressure her and try to, like, make her, like, claim salvation right here and be saved and, like, Why not? receive. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, but, like, yeah. like, like receive tongues and, like, receive the right. Holy Ghost. Like, like, we're not trying to, like, no. do all that. No, it, unfortunately, cults who have the false gospel, the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, the World Mission Society Church of God, even Islam, they're preaching the gospel. I mean, they're, they're, they're preaching their false God, their false message, while Christians who have the gospel, who have the truth, are staying home watching football. These f lies is traveling the world while truth is still home. Where are the Christians? Where are the brothers and sisters? And I tell you, there are tons of Christians that you will tell them to go out and let's go out and let's preach the gospel. Let's go out and pass our tracks. They, they think that you, they need to know a lot. You don't need to know a lot. You just need to know that Christ crucified. That's it. And pass our track. When they do that, you start to grow. The Lord will work in you in such a way that it's only done by evangelism. Mm -hmm. You have a heart for people because at the end of the day, you no longer see them for what they are physically. You see them for what they are spiritually. And we're literally walking in what's called Meriden City. But really, it's like walking in a cemetery. There's a lot of people who are lost and they're dead in their sins. And the only way for them to be redeemed is if there's someone who preaches the gospel, like Romans 10 says, how can those who, how can, how can those who, who, who wants to hear, how can they hear if no one preaches? Yeah. You know, I think you and I made tons of great points. And hopefully um, on our way back, um, yeah, we'll, we'll catch another soul that we can, be able to uh, speak to, speak, speak to, and you know, impart in them what we what we have, and that's yeah. Jesus. You know, share Jesus with them. That's yeah, all, that's absolutely. All, that's the goal. Like that's that's the ultimate goal. And I actually, I me personally, I'm actually really grateful to to do it. You know, out here doing it. Like you, you earlier, you was like, man, you was so good. But for me, like, uh, it did take a little bit of courage when it became my turn to actually have to do it. And it's just like I think I rely on Jesus to just use me. Like, I don't try to think about me. Everyone, I just try to like let Jesus like, hey, however you want me to be able to witness to this this yeah. individual, this soul um, for your glory. Not not my will, but your will. Right. You know, the Bible says that God has written eternity in the, in the hearts of man. And so I believe everyone, everyone, are, is, everyone is constantly thinking about eternality. You know, when will, if I die, where would I go? Whether you're not, a, if you're a Christian, you know where you're going to go. You're saved. If you're not a Christian, you're thinking about tomorrow. Will I wake up? My mom who passed away, where is she? My sister who no longer is with us, where is she? Or, you know, the baby that we had, but, you know, because of the nature, the sin nature and, 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 and diagnosis and whatever the case may be, where is our baby? And we're thinking about eternity because we were created to live in eternity with God in His presence. But because of fallen of man, we don't, that's not, the, that's, not, that's not the case. Now you have a place called hell, you know? So I'll end it at this. Um, you got anything else you want to say? We should, we, do, we should do a lot more of this. Yeah, we should, yeah. Like, because it's open a pathway. People walk by and, you know what I'm saying, they I, see I'll us. I keep wearing this jacket too because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she just hit me. I don't even know. <laughs>
shit. Yeah, whatever. But, but like that, it was an invitation though. Yeah, we're, we're like, very informal. If you want to know what I'm wearing, I'm wearing Adidas. Yeah, He's I, wearing a very uh, say by the Bell type yeah, of jacket. Yeah. Ashley Slater, like a Slater jacket. Ashley Slater, yeah, yeah. Old fresh Preds, you know, like, but we are not, we're, we're look like regular people. Like yeah. I got my, my baseball cap on backwards, you know, like yeah. I'm not. Informal. Yeah, super informal. I don't have a, a super tie. I ain't nah. dapper, you know. I, I'm you know not, what though, you know what though? If someone knows something that we don't know, that's cool. You know what we say? We don't know. But if you give you the number or your email address, we'll get back to you. And you know, you know what that'll show? Integrity. That show is wild. This guy is really willing to look up information. He really, he really is he reaching. He cares. He cares. He cares. All right, guys. They want to see that you care. Like, we're out here. Yeah. And it's like... We don't have a, a tariff motive in terms of like for ourselves. It's nah. for the king, for the kingdom of God. The kingdom, man. And I'm so not, I'm not, we're not getting paid for this. They, they see that we we not out here with nobody on our back. You nah. Know, like, hey, like as a job, like yeah. So, all right, well, guys, um, we'll let you guys go. We'll uh, keep doing this every Friday. Stay tuned. Every Friday. Until then, stay blessed. Stay blessed. Peace out.